Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, Auburn's premier home for student-run radio since 1971. As always, I'm your host, Jack Hart, alongside with my color man, Davis Carroll, coming at you live on this Wednesday morning. We'd like to welcome in our listeners and viewers from across the Auburn and Opelika Megaplex and around the world, however you're tuning in today, whether that be on your terrestrial radio antenna, through the information superhighway at weglfm.com, or if you are tuning in after the fact by listening to our podcast, we thank you for doing so. Being in the booth with us here for Auburn's only student-run drive-time morning show, the penultimate episode of it, no less. And now, as always, we are broadcasting live from Harold Mellon Student Center, Room 1105F, the Bradley Basin WEGL Studios here in the Student Center, of course, on the campus of Auburn University, where right now it is 72 degrees and very humid outside on this fine Wednesday morning. We wish you a good morning from everyone here at Compact Discourse and WEGL as we will get on with the show. Davis, how are you doing today? You know, I'm feeling good. Uh, <laughs> back off uh, injury reserve. Yesterday we had a fill-in. Actually, cool. I just had a cold yesterday, so little, it sounded a little different. A little load management? Just a little bit. We're back. I'm sorry. If you enjoyed yesterday's duo more, this is what you're getting today. Sorry about it. Sorry. Alex is sleepy today. Alex, I, I texted Alex to see if he was coming in so we could get some crazy stuff happening, and he said, I just woke up, so I fear not. Sorry to say. Oh, you... <laughs> I didn't know he said, I fear not. No, he, he said... No. He said that. I fear not. How brilliant. A brilliant, in- ah, yes. At this point, I would like to remind our audience that if at any point in the next hour or so you feel so inclined to ask a question, drop a hot take, or in the highly unlikely event that we get something wrong, if you need to correct us, you can go ahead and do so by calling in at 334-844-9345. That is 334-844-WEGL on your touchtone keypad. You can also send us a tweet over at CDISCAU, that is at C-D-I-S-C-A-U on Twitter, or you can send... One to my personal at JXSNKTRX on Twitter as well. We would love to hear from you. We love getting feedback from those who are listening, both live and after the fact. It, uh, we, lo- we love you equally, no matter how you listen to the show. So, once again, thank you for spending your mornings here with uh, Compact Discourse as we will jump right into things. Uh, yesterday, we talked a lot about movies, unsurprisingly. Uh, given the guests that we had on the show. so My better half was on. Maybe maybe we won't talk about movies as much today. Um, we have some Recommonday to get to later on in the show. We have a lot of exciting things to talk about as uh, the NHL playoffs started uh, two days ago. So every, every team in the playoffs has played a game so far. And uh, the NBA playoffs continue to roll on as well. Uh, in fact, that it's exam week. You may be aware if you're an Auburn University student. So... Good luck to you if you have an exam today, if you're studying for an exam right now, or if you're completely done with all your exams and you're just kicking it for the next few days. Congratulations to you on another hard-fought semester one. And uh, to all of our graduating seniors, congratulations to them, including the ones here at WEGL, including but not limited to Will Root, Aaron Folk, and, of course, Station Manager Grayson Moyer. So congratulations to all of them for a... uh, long and storied career at not only WEGL, but also Auburn University. So um, that's, all I, that, that, uh, that's the housekeeping out of the way. So I hear, I hear from this reputable tech science culture uh, website that Twitter is going to do uh, 
what what some people have called Twitter super followers. Mm-hmm. Um, no edit button yet, people. Which <laughs> why do we keep asking for that? That would that would be crazy. Just proofread your tweets, please. True. Or delete them and just redo it. That's good. I've done that a number of times. Or sometimes I delete it and I say, eh, it's not worth it. Yeah, there you go. Like, it wasn't meant to be. You can edit Instagram posts. You can edit, can you edit what pictures are in a slideshow? No, but you can edit the, the text. Because I swear. I, I think was, you can change the order, but you can't add or take away any, I, I don't think. I swear. I'll look into it. I one time saw a picture and I went looking for it and it was the same post. Just sands that picture. Did you did you can have you considered that they deleted it and re-uploaded it? I, like, I know someone that's done that. That's the only explanation, but I feel like it was so long after it was posted. But, eh, it could be. It could be. Let me see. Could be, Edit. Could be different. You can uh, you can tag more people. You can add a location. You can change the text. But I do not. Oh wait, you can delete a photo. Hmm. Hmm. Well, there you go. All has been answered. There's a lot of uh, uh, so much journalistic integri- integrity on yeah. Instagram, but what's this about Twitter? Another point for Meta. Oh goodness! On Tuesday, the social media company tweeted out they are testing something called the Twitter Circle and shared an accompanying video demonstrating how to use it. Ooh, it's just like uh, you know, you know how like a, it's like a private story. It's like Patreon? No, it's like a private story. Oh, okay. it's or, like close friends. Yeah, like close friends on Instagram or uh, like Facebook. Apparently, has a select audience feature. It's a way to like, if you if you're like if your job follows you and you want to tweet about how much you hate your job and only your friends want to see it, yeah. which I wouldn't advise just because yeah. it's the internet. Get a burner uh, account. Yes, uh, can't advise that. Um, what you wanted, yeah. I guess this is just a way of getting rid of burners in a, in a way that close friends kind of killed fin- the Finsta industry. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I, oh wow! I didn't even I didn't even consider that. Oh, yeah. I just realized I haven't seen like a. What was the F in Finstest for? False. Friend? I think it was fake. Okay. My fake Insta. Interesting. I I didn't even consider the the ramifications that close friends had on the Finsta industry. I think think the idea is they want to keep people on the same account. Okay. Because they can cater stuff to them better. If they, like, if you're wearing a mask. They can sell them things more. Yes. They'll be like, oh, I didn't know you were interested in dog food. Hmm. Or wheelbarrows. You never tweet about that. Only to your close friends. You know, Luke uh, got targeted with an ad the other day that he that he was very scared about. Oh, we talked about Lego Star Wars the game because he played it at my place, and then he got an ad for it the next like ten minutes. Hmm. Thoughts? Yeah. Large. Are they listening to him? No. That's what I said. Law of large numbers, Luke. Luke, if you're listening, law, law of large numbers. Luke, law of large Luke's. Three L's. The issue with uh, Twitter. What what would make each um, social media unique if they all just adopt the same features? I mean, that's that's what I'm saying, dog. Like, because Instagram's basically just taking all Snapchat's features at this point. Right. I mean, you have the stories thing. Everyone has stories. Yeah. Man. Like even Microsoft Office has stories. Is it really? No, joke. <laughs> um, no, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, I mean, Twitter had stories for a I while. I believe you. I don't know why I believed I, you. I enjoyed fleets just because there's some things that weren't worth a tweet mm-hmm. that you could just fleet, you know, share a fleeting thought. But um, at the same time, it, it th- they could market it in a different way but it so it doesn't look the exact same as every other. Like the circle with the at the top mm-hmm. that you scroll through, like, Get a new UI. Like, don't don't be so blatant about it. What are your thoughts on the? That's true. What are your thoughts on the 
the spaces. Is that what they're called? I like Twitter spaces. I haven't been in them as much since basketball season ended, but I thought it was – I don't think – no one uses them for their intended purpose, I think, which is, like, to discuss the news. <laughs> but it's, like uh, – I don't know. It was fun. It was fun. Have you when... seen the news about the, the 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 pig that fought the bear? Exactly. That's what I want to discuss with strangers. Um, no, I I enjoyed it for. It's a really. It's it's kind of like a, uh, a Twitch in a way where mm-hmm. it gives it gives a creator really good access to its fans in a in like a moderated way. I know Josh Pate, who he does a he does a college football podcast that I really enjoy. And sometimes he'll hop on Twitter and do a Twitter space for people to like. It's almost like calling into a radio show, except it's uh, all on the internet. So since the show is a podcast, it doesn't go live. Um, you can you can call in effectively and share. And sh- and then it's it's very well moderated. Like they can hang up on you if you're being crazy, and uh, and then everybody can hear you. As I, w- well. I will say musical artists. <laughs> There's quite a few musical artists that have like that I like, like Vince Staples and Denzel Curry have had spaces, and like you join them, you just, I mean, you're basically in the same room as them, mm. so it's just like you're basically talking to them, but like you don't have to talk. That, like they, they're talking to you, but if you you can like raise your hand and say something if you ask a question, it's pretty cool. It's really good access, I think. In yeah, a, in like a safe in a safe way. Um, you can almost reach are, out and touch. Are them. they like talking about? Are they just like chit chatting? Are they like talking about upcoming projects? Well, it's for like after. Vince released his album. He okay. had a space, like a Q&A about his album. He just talked with the fans. I think Denzel did the same thing because they released recently. Nice. Yeah. I think Denzel also did one where he was just chatting. Yeah. Since basketball, I've, I, you know, when one of your followers, when someone you follow is in a space, it'll appear at the top of your Twitter. And that hasn't really happened to me since basketball season ended, sadly, just because no one has had too much to talk about. But I assume... I don't know. I hope I hope football season brings it football back. Football season spaces were crazy. Oh, Arkansas yeah. fans were running psyops. That was Alex was joining something them. Else. Uh, Alex was the first person to break the Ukraine invasion story because he was in the Twitter. That's space. true. He was in it all night. Unreal. He, all right. That guy. That guy. What a journalist. Man on the street. Alex Husing. That's why he's so tuckered out today. All right. We're gonna take a quick break. When we return, the thrilling remainder of the show we are a quarter of the way there this is the penultimate episode of compact discourse in its current form please join us tomorrow for the final episode four hours of fun and excitement Uh, a lot of people are going to be there and we're going to have a lot of fun tomorrow from 8 a.m to noon uh, to have the final episode of compact discourse so you won't want to miss it i'm jack hart joined alongside davis carroll we are coming at you live from weagle 91.1 fm we'll be back in about two minutes for the rest of the show Alex Hedgepath. Oh my goodness. What you got to say about that? I got it. We do not care. I was acting. the donut. Let's see Paul Alex donut. Hello. My name is Gustavo. They're all Hello there. Just saying. Hey, you free tonight? I heard Spider-Man was there. I don't know, but I'm trying to see. Oh, the size of the Nike logo is not up to snuff to my liking. Right now, and I look at him and say, "Need good oranges." This just Davis Sports Animal Cruelty. What do you mean by that? I have learned my lesson. I'm not wearing pants today.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the penultimate oh episode of Compact Discord. You enjoy that? That was like my. Those are like. Th- that is the perfect encapsulation of what my dreams are like. That was the multiverse of madness <laughs> in Compact Discourse. Every funny thing that's ever happened in one minute of fun. That was a good one. That was that was pretty fun. Yeah, it it, it came out real nice. So just to celebrate the final week, all all the memories we've shared over this past year of doing this show, and hopefully, well into the future, we'll be we'll be listening to that. So, uh, oh, Benedict Wong asked trolls to leave his teenage Doctor Strange co-star alone. Good. <laughs> I guess, yeah, good. I uh, thought it was actually talking about trolls, not like internet <laughs> trolls. Benedict Wong visits local bridge. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think the? Why do you think the myth that? Why, why do you think the tale, rather, mm-hmm. that, that trolls live under bridges came about? They're like transitional spaces, yeah. maybe. And also they're boundaries, so maybe it was like, oh, kids, don't go across the bridge. There's a troll under there. Oh, you had to pay a, a You know how most, a toll. most cryptids are just <laughs> stories to keep your kids in line? The Jersey Devil? Absolutely. Mothman. Don't go out, or injured cold will get you. <laughs> You got to talk about that tomorrow. He'll silently, I'll defend my 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 thesis. I'll like defend a, my belief in skinwalkers, and you can defend your belief in Mothman. <laughs> he has to defend it like it's a PhD. <laughs> We're gonna have dissertations tomorrow. Get ready. All right. Uh, speaking of getting ready, I hope you are ready to be annoyed today because today is Wednesday, May the fourth. <laughs> um, on your calendar, awesome. it is the fourth day of the fifth month of the year. Which, if you're in the worst part of the world, is Star Wars Day. Don't go uh, on the internet. Uh, so yeah, maybe stay off Twitter. I think Davis already surprised me with some of the. I didn't even realize it was either. One of the I worst. One of the worst memes I've ever seen. Really bad edit. <laughs> May the fourth and one be with you. Oh, it was Brian Harson on a Jedi robe. He said hello there. Oh. Thank you, Auburn Tigers. Oh. As much as I love Star Wars, I mean, like I like Star Wars too, but like I'm not. I would not consider myself a part of the fandom. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard to defend. It's inadmissible. Indefensible. Hello there. What I was going to say. Is he getting arrested in that video? What What do you think that sound is? No, he's know. not getting arrested. I know, but it sounds like like the the handcuffs clicking. It's uh, it's General Grievous's arms locomotive. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then he goes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kenobi. Yeah. It's pretty funny. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you, indeed. Um, don't ask me about it. I'm not. I'm what? Not. What's your favorite ship? You don't uh, have to answer that. Actually, <laughs> they're not ships. They were. However, George Lucas made them like nautical battles or something. He did. There you go. A lot. Of, yeah, and a lot of them are based off World War II planes. There you go. I, I was watching it. We were watching a video about that. Okay. Yeah. If you wanted like a cool Star Wars thing to talk about, let me look this up. Call in if you like Star Wars. Please don't. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Call in if you like Batman. That's right. If you like the new Batman. 334-844-9346. I'm just kidding. 45. Yeah. If you like Star Wars, call in at 334-844-9346. Yeah. And we'll, we'll, just, we'll, just, we'll make sure. The we'll, line's going to be so busy, we we'll, might not be able to get we'll to get you. get to you. <laughs> We promise, just stay on the line. So, um, if I can find this YouTube video, that can be the first of our recommendation. Is it the the design, Star Wars design? It's that video, but I'm trying to, oh my goodness. I'm having a hard time navigating around my web browser right now. 
Interesting. I'm losing my motor skills. I think some of the most while, while you do that, I think some of the most interesting Star Wars facts come from where, like, people or George Lucas discussing his inspiration behind Star Wars, rather than like, oh, did you know in this scene in the corner you can see the finger of C-3PO's brother BRTO? Like, I don't care. That's not a fun fact. I agree. I agree with you. Yeah, do you have it or? I have it right now. All right, this channel is called EC, E is in egg, C is in Cyrillic. Not a good example. C is in um, carbon. C is in cat. C, yes, C is in cat. <laughs> I have to, I, I, I'm, I'm, your, I'm your professional dumber downer. C is in surreptitious. <laughs> It'd be uh, E is in oiler, C is in uh, ceramic. And then uh, Henry, like our dear friend Henry, friend of the show. Um, like King Henry. EC Henry on YouTube. He has a great channel, Henry Cavill, where he talks about design in mm-hmm. uh, some Star Trek, some Star Wars. But the video we're referencing is called The Secrets of Star Wars Design. And then another one I can recommend is The Most Bizarre Detail in Star Wars. Bizarre in all caps. And it does, yeah, it has the YouTube, like, red arrow circle question mark thumbnail. But I promise it's a good it's a good. There's detail. Okay, so look, I know that's kind of like the joke, right? Mm-hmm about YouTube where they do that to get clicks, but there's another channel that I really like, and they do it kind of ironically, but they also do it because it gets a lot, it gets more clicks, like, I mean, yeah, like, I, like, I love Red and Link, as we've, as we previously discussed, but, like, I know they ham up their thumbnails because they've, and they're not proud of it, but they, like, have to do it. It gets clicks, yeah. Yeah, like, if, if it's, it's them, like, pogging with hot sauce. And, like, if, if it makes, if they have good content behind the thumbnail, I do not care about the thumbnail. Like, Mr. Sunday Movies is a, like a, comic movie video game channel I really like. They're they're Kiwis. And they do that for like they like do the circle random thing in the background and then they'll make fun of themselves for doing it. But it gets clicks. Like it's proven too. So there you go. Melting wax and reverse Pop Tarts? <laughs> Can you solve this wordle puzzle singing? Fried bread tacos? Harry, like a, Harry so- Potter vibrating broomstick? Oh I know I know that story. You ever heard of that one? I, I think I think Mike Mozart filled me on that one. If you want to talk about old YouTube, you remember? Oh, Mike Mozart. What happened to that guy? I think he uh, he moved on. Oh, and no, he didn't shed this mortal coil. <laughs> he he moved on to a different. Profession. I think he's doing art now. Yeah, good for him. He's like George Bush. I used to watch him a lot as a kid. I believe you did too. Oh yeah, Mike Mozart. I was all about Mike Mozart. Yeah, the Play-Doh. It was like, the McDonald's it, it toys. It was like just edgy enough to where like. Fourth grade me could comprehend it. <laughs> it had cool toys. Like these toys are cool. Yeah, I liked. I like seeing what was discontinued. That's true. He was always up. up if you feel it. so inclined, look into Mike Mozart. If you like old, like two thousand eight YouTube toy videos, mm-hmm. and if you like new videos, Good Mythical Morning, Red always, Link. Always, a, it's always consistent. Do they still post on the Red Link channel, or is it just Good Mythical Morning mostly? They they'll post like. Mm. I don't know. I'll have to check. Because they used to be posting the raps. It was like few and far between back when, I, even back when I was a big fan. So, um, what's six, the last thing they posted? Six, month, six months ago, they used they used to do um they did a lot of vlogs back during uh COVID. Okay, that, that were really good. So, um, those are interesting. But yeah, all all the OG videos you probably know. Don't you listen to Ear Biscuits? I I used to. I my podcast uh, coffers are a little full right now, so mm. it's gotten pushed to the back. But understood. I can. I know Grayson does, and he enjoys it. So Ear check Biscuits. it out if you feel so inclined. Recommendé. Recommendé is not quite yet, but it's coming coming up. We got these are the pre-recommendés. Yeah, we'll just we'll give you options today. Yeah. 
All right. Well, with that, it's the bottom of the hour. We got to take a quick break. When we return, the secret 8.30 in the morning song for those of you listening on the radio or web live stream. And for those of you on the podcast, we'll see you on the other side of the break. Do not go anywhere. You're listening to Compact Discourse, the penultimate episode of it in its current iteration. We shall return in just a few minutes with the rest of the show. Do not go anywhere. I'm Jack Hart, joined alongside Davis Carroll. We are coming at you live from the Harold Melton Student Center on the campus of Auburn University, where right now it is exam week. So we got the weather coming up. We got Recommend Monday coming up. And we got a whole lot more on the other side of this break. So do not go anywhere. That was Southern Nights by Glenn Campbell. All-time classic. Hope you enjoyed it. For those of you listening on the radio or our web live stream, jumping right back into the show, I'm Jack Hart, joined alongside Davis Carroll, welcoming you back to Compact Discourse, coming at you live from the studios here in the Harold Melton Student Center on a Wednesday morning. It is exam week, of course, so once again, good luck to all of our students taking exams this week right now and maybe even in the future as a Things, things are winding down as we are in the over the hump, as it were. Um, all right, what we got going on? Oh, yeah, it is still Star Wars Day, despite my best efforts. Um, and we, uh, we, did have, we did have a caller over the, over, the, uh, over the break that informed us that the Star Wars films actually took a great deal of inspiration from the Akira Kurosawa film, The Hidden Fortress, back in, uh, it's a black and white film. It's a samurai mm-hmm. film. A- Akira Kurosawa also made probably... One of the best action movies ever. Seven Samurai. Correct. Bugs Life. Bugs Life. That's it. He yeah. made the Bugs Life. <laughs> or a Bugs Life. I'm sorry. Yeah. Tough to be a bug. Well, what did uh, you think of Ants? <laughs> let, um, so if you, uh, if you are not aware, as uh, of course, Star Wars, is, it seems kind of like a wholly original thing because it was, so, it was so escapist back in the day, you know. You'd never seen anything like that. You'd never seen like a man made of gold talk to a trash can, drop to a trash can before. But at the same time, um, it took a lot of inspiration from this Hidden Fortress movie, including the characters of R2-D2 and C-3PO, who are roughly based on the uh, Tahei and Matachishi, the two heroes of the film, who are just two lowly peasants that get kind of swept up into the action, much like R2 and C-3PO. It's true. And then... uh no droids. A, a lot of the direct... There's a lot of droids in Hidden Fortress. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> a lot of, um, a lot of uh, directorial inspirations as well, uh, including but not limited to opening up with a battle, kind of dropping you right in the action, mm-hmm. which I enjoy. Um, you also have the wipe transitions that Star Wars is infamous, or maybe even infamous. The, for. Power, the PowerPoint transitions. Yes. You know, like, yeah, when, when you just try to... Make make your PowerPoint just tick as many boxes as possible in in junior high. You have it drop. You go. You go. I like always like the one where it like dropped in and it bounced. Yeah, and then there's that. And then you can make the text like hop in letter by yeah, letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. But back when I was a kid. Back when graphic design was just thrust was, upon us. It was our passion. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you have not, do some research on the Hidden Fortress. You might just be a. Uh, Surprised at how much it borrowed, or it Star Wars borrowed from it when it comes to making film history back uh, over, almost fifty years ago now. Can you believe that? Fifty years. Yes. The I, last guillotine. That is true. Yeah. Execution was the same year as Star Wars. Same year. 
It's a little little fact for do you. you. Think, do you think the person that was receiving the team got to see Star Wars? Oh, let's see. Um, let's see. Star Wars came out in May. So let's see if it's possible. Or had the chance to, rather, because they probably they were locked up, so probably were not. Um, let's see. It could be. Um, Interesting. Um, it was a... Um, Isn't there also a thing, after you find that, that okay. Star Wars, like the story of Star Wars is just kind of like the classic hero's tale or whatever? I mean, As the, the, kind of most stories. I mean, anyway. yeah, it's like, so is Harry Potter, you know. There you go. Harry Potter stole from Star Wars. Exactly. J.K. Rowling? Mm-mm-mm. The, uh... Like, Not cool. The hero's journey, you know. You know. High school English class. The wheel. Did you ever draw the wheel? No. Oh, it's classic. Classic wheel. Is it, it was like a literature class thing? Yeah, I mean, you'd like... You could, uh... I remember you'd, you'd break up into groups, mm-hmm. and you'd all get a different story. Of course, some one would get Star Wars, one would get... Harry Potter, you'd all get a classic story that follows the hero's journey, and then you'd have to place all the events on the wheel because they like all track one-to-one with the hero's journey. Okay. I think it's a pretty tried-and-true tale. I mean, yeah, it makes, it makes sense. What's another? I'm going to look in. Hero's journey. Mm-hmm. Percy Jackson? Of course. Well, he's on a journey. It, it it can be a... It doesn't have to be a physical journey. Well, yeah. Mental journey. I bet Lord of the Rings is, has that, too. Any, I've, never, I've any, never read it. Anything with a wizard probably is the hero's journey. The wizard's kind of an integral integral part. That would be Ben Kenobi or yeah. Hagrid, or would it be Dumbledore? It'd be Dumbledore. It'd be Gandalf. It'd be Obi-Wan. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting, interesting, wizard, interesting. Wizard-centric uh, story arc. Type would you story. rather be the wizard or someone the wizard helps? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the wizard usually dies, so I guess... Gandalf comes back, and so does uh 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 uh. What? Gandalf comes back. Ben Kenobi comes back in the ghost. Force. As uh, he is not a ghost, <laughs> he is in the Force. How did we end up talking about Star Wars? Look, <laughs> it's May. It's May Fourth. You can't avoid it. All right, it's uh, been bored into our Dave brains. Dave Chappelle was tackled on stage during a Los Angeles show. A man who police said was armed with a replica gun rushed the stage and tackled comedian Dave Chappelle as he was performing at a Los Angeles comedy festival late on Tuesday night. The LAPD early Wednesday confirmed the attack, saying the weapon the man was carrying can eject a knife blade. Ooh. He tried to stab him? Well, it was like a fake gun that shot a knife, maybe? What? <laughs> some uh, some uh, Kremlin-type stuff. I know. Um, Shoot an ice bullet. He was taken to the hospital with superficial injuries. The attacker was. Um, I think Dave Chappelle's fine. Um, so yeah, pretty cool. I'm trying to, no motive yet. I don't believe ice bullets could work. Ice bullet? Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, oh, and it's it's it wouldn't get a. No one got a video of it because you know they take your phone at a comedy show. <laughs> Do they really? You like put it in a bag before you go. Yeah. I guess I'm never going to a comedy show then. Why not? Because I like to have my phone on me. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's stressing me out not to have it. Oh, okay. Does it not you? I mean, sometimes I can. I mean, like I can go with. I could like. It, I just have to like. Check the weather. Have it near me. Check the weather in Boston. It's just what if someone? What it's in my mind, which I know this is irrational, but like, what if someone texts me, and it's like life or death? That's why I always text back really quickly. I, I don't want to leave someone waiting. Okay. Because it could be it could be dire, they could be hanging off a cliff. 
They mm-hmm. text me and they're with, like, with one hand. He's my only hope. I got to text them quick, and then I don't reply, or my phone's locked up at a comedy show. That's right. Sorry, sorry, you died. My phone was locked up at a comedy. It's show. It's Dave Chappelle's fault. I think I think that's a rational fear. I don't know if that is, but what's your what's your biggest fear? My biggest fear. I don't. Well, I don't know. Mine's getting stuck in a cave. Probably like snakes. <laughs> he was so sleepy. That snake video. Oh. I should find that video. I don't want to watch snake videos. Thought would are you would? I'll let you get. Just keep. Let's keep going. I would kick it with a snake. I'm just don't like them. Mm-hmm. They're scary. Also on Rango. Then. I think it's like uh, it's evolutionary though. Like, yeah, yeah. People. I feel like most fears are people who are scared of never seen a snake in their life will be like scared of hoses and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like oh. it's in our brain from, uh-huh. from the plains of Africa. Interesting. So, where do you think claustrophobia came from? I feel like that's probably also evolutionary. Oh yeah, I mean, there's, but like what what would that have come from? I mean, you just don't want to be in tight spaces. There's yeah, there's. The people that weren't afraid of tight spaces probably got crushed or suffocated. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Caves. I'm I'm worried about getting crushed in a cave, but I'm not claustrophobic. Okay. In fact, I don't mind tight spaces, but like it's just if you go in a cave, you're afraid like a big boulder is gonna. It's just like it's it just being that deep underground and all that earth above me freaks me out, and how dark it is. Very well. I think that's. that's oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we return, um, the thrilling conclusion of the show, and we'll all learn. To- what what has Davis so perplexed on this Wednesday morning? When we return, Alex and Davis will be on the show, and we will re- finish with Recommende and the weather and a whole lot more. Do not go anywhere. The final segment of Compact Discourse is nigh upon us, and the final episode is tomorrow, so come join us from 8 a.m. to noon tomorrow, right here, however you're listening today. WiggleFM.com or 91.1 FM. Thank you to all who are listening today and choosing to spend your Wednesday morning with the guys here on Compact Discourse. We'll be back in a few minutes with the final segment of the show. Hedgepath, oh my goodness. What you got to say about that? I got it. That's we do not care. I was acting. Drop the donut. He was prepared. Let's see if Paul Allen's donut. Hello, my name is Gustavo. They're all Hello there. I'm just saying. Hey, you free tonight? I heard Spider Man was there. But I'm trying to see oh. guys, the size of the Nike logo. Up to snuff for my life right now. And I look at him and say, need good oranges. This just Sports Animal Welcome back to the show, everybody. My name is Jack Hart. Joined alongside Davis Carroll yep. and special guest Alex Houston. Finally made it in today. Good morning, Alex. Thank you. Good morning, Jack. Look, man. It's okay. Alex is covered in sweat. He's I apologize. The whole way here. Okay. 
I ran to catch the bus. It's okay. But uh, I heard y'all said had such a good episode yesterday, and then you don't follow. That's like you went on a date. And well, I don't know. I, I don't know if it was such a good episode. Jack opened with today's episode saying, "Hopefully, we won't talk about movies as much." So I don't know if that implies that yesterday oh, was. Oh, so such you a good were episode. listening <laughs> to the start of it? Yes, indeed. He was hyping up how good y'all's episode was yesterday. Oh, ah, interesting. Mostly well, cause, I, mostly because it was bothering David. I, okay, <laughs> it didn't bother well, that, me that that's much. unnecessary. I thought it was good content. I don't. I don't remember how we got to talking about Shrek, but that was that was a fun. I time. hope y'all enjoy y'all's new life. Team. Together. Yeah, we will, Davis. All right, for this second to last episode of Compact Discourse, we are going to finish things off with Recommonday. Recommonday is when we recommend things to you using our platform. On today, Wednesday. It's okay. It's rec- Recommonday is any day. Recommonday Wednesday. No. Recommonday someday. Uh, I think I think we I think we landed <laughs> on it already. Uh, Recommonday <laughs> is when we recommend things to you. And in the past, I've recommended books. I've mm-hmm. recommended foods. Yeah. Today, I'm recommending a show. If you have the app Peacock, yeah, this NBC's streaming service. It's free. It's called The Office. I'm just kidding. Um, it's Parks a new. Re- it's a new show. <laughs> uh, by Craig Robinson. Uh-huh. I think he he's he's uh, he's very involved in the production of it, but he also plays the the lead role. The of, titular character of Craig. Yes, <laughs> which. May or not, may or may not be worth a short for uh, what is he, Craigerson or something? It, it's short for something, um, but, irregardless, killing it is the name of the show. Killing it is this new show on Peacock, uh, with Craig Robinson, who you may know as Daryl from The Office, or you may know him as Mr. Shark from The Bad Guys, or you may know him as the guy from the Pizza Hut commercials. Hot Tub Time Machine. Hot Tub Time Machine. He's in the dot. The, what? Don't touch my Dodge Dart. Yeah. Remember that guy. Craig Robinson, he's everywhere. He's awesome. He's in a lot of stuff. He's great. He's pretty. He's prolific. He's he's in Shrek Forever After. Really? Since we're just talking, since we're talking about oh Shrek. Oh Lord, I'll find out. He's Cookie. Cookie? I don't remember. I've only Is seen one of the I've seen Shrek Forever After like once. Jimmy I Look, I- I'm just reporting the news. So, uh, killing it. It's a great show. It is. Uh, it is not for kids. So. That's 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 good that you let us know. It's uh, I would I would I would give it an R rating if I were in that business. Oh. So uh, our ratings can't be for TV shows, though. So you mean TVMA? I, I said if I were in that business. Ah, okay. okay and he's okay. not. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yes, TVMA, mature audiences only. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see and hear some things that you wouldn't want to bring to the Bible study on the next day. There's snakes. There are snakes. Um, what do you What are your thoughts on that? I I find the snakes endearing. There you go. It It really took. You'd a, kick it with a snake. I. <laughs> slither with a snake. I, I went in knowing absolutely nothing other than that it's Craig Robinson. So that wasn't that. That's how they got me. But. It was. It's. It's been. I'm not done with it yet. Um, or the first season, rather. But uh, it's. It's been. It's been fun. It's zigged. It's zagged. It's it was kept, pretty entertaining. Kept me on my toes. I've laughed. I cried. Um, so killing it with Craig Robinson. Uh, he is killing it. As as what I'll say on that one. Check it out if you have Peacock. There you go. Boom. Boom. Do you have a recommend, day, Davis? Um. So. Just off the top of my head, I have I, I'll, I'll recommend an album. How about Ooh. that? So yesterday when I was writing, when I was grinding out my one of my final papers, which I'm gonna do after this show, after I get some breakfast, and I'm gonna breakfast. Gr- you say I in particular needs of some coffee this morning. I'm gonna. Where yeah. I'm gonna grind out another six-page paper today, and Jeez. then whilst doing it yesterday, I listened to some Curtis Mayfield. So I'm gonna recommend Curtis Mayfield's debut album. Curtis came out in 1970. Another titular album. Correct. I do believe it is called Curtis. Very good. 
Uh, the deluxe edition has all the demos on it as well, which is very interesting, very cool. And um, I listened to three of his albums yesterday, but I'll just recommend the first one. It's called, called, called Curtis? Yes, yeah, called Curtis. I would listen to the deluxe edition. If you are a fan of Cheetah Print, yeah. you probably heard some Curtis Mayfield. Considering, oh, definitely did. Considering Superfly, Move On Up, and Pusher Man all made prominent appearances on Cheetah Print. Move On Up is from Curtis. Superfly and Pusher Man are from the Superfly original soundtrack, which is I also listened to that one, which was phenomenal. I also listened to... Mm, I listened to four Push, uh, Curtis Mayfield albums, actually. Four albums? Back to the World. They're all like 30 minutes. Okay. Superfly was actually pretty long. And I listened to uh, the... Something about... It's called like something to Mer- America Today. There's no place like America Today. Mm-hmm. So I, how about this? Instead of recommending one album, I just recommend Curtis Mayfield in general. Curtis Mayfield, check it out. Great, great soul, Alex. You know, I if I, you say Star Wars, I'm gonna hit you. I in wasn't the head. gonna say Star Wars actually. What, I thought I was gonna open up the joke with you know, there's a little podcast in it, but I'm not gonna do that anyway. Actually, this uh, I have a movie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's unfortunately not for free. You should have to buy it on Amazon for four dollars if you'd like to watch yeah, it. Can we guess? it what is it uh it's called family squares i saw it over um the <laughs> over spring break with my dad and my grandpa at the crescent in mobile which is a one-room theater uh, in mm-hmm. downtown mobile mm-hmm. excellent theater by the way for those where been. do you buy your tickets uh you just walk in and buy it you just walk up to the it's, guy it's more than one room but the theater's only one oh okay I yeah can't. Oh, so okay, yeah. My, well, yeah. There's like you know, there's like little little it's area. A, it's a, a one theater. There's like theater. there's the exactly. antechamber where you buy the your popcorn and your ticket, and then you walk into the one theater. And then during the movie, the guy who's there leaves, and he puts it on the honor system that whenever you go out to buy more food, just pay for it at the end. Essentially, it's all it's very interesting. But this movie, Family Squares, go? is is I've about only it like twice. Is a, it's so good. It's so about good. a family that deals with the death of. Their mother slash grandmother, but it's all during the pandemic, so the entire movie takes place essentially on Zoom, which I thought going in, I was like, that sounds a little weird, a little, like, you know, just a bit ridiculous, but it actually was really, really cool because they filmed it all in all separate locations, and the entire film takes place as if they're all on Zoom dealing with each other, and it's got a great cast, got Judy Greer, among other people, and, um, oh, what's his name? Hold up, I can't remember oh, the guy's goodness. name. But it's a really, really good movie. It's only an hour, oh, good heavens. It's only, it's only an hour and 30 minutes. It's really heartwarming oh, and really funny. They're, we're back to making 90-minute movies. And let's see who else is in it. How long's um, the bad guys? <laughs> How dare you? Henry Winkler's in it. Everybody loves Henry hour Winkler. Hour 40. Oh, that's pushing it, bad guys. But yeah, I, I, I really liked it. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't like it's not an Oscar winner. It's not going to break records, but it was a nice, simple, heartwarming, fun movie. So that was that. Was, it was a nice one to see over spring break. But yeah, that's cool. Do it's like think, that searching movie. Do you think movies about the pandemic are going to become really annoying? Yeah, I, know, I do. I, I, they I already so are. I thought that was going to be one of those. That's why I was going in very. I, like my dad was like, we should go see it, and I was like, I guess. I was kind of just going because my grandpa was going to be there, but. It ended up being really, really good. But you're right. There are movies. There's like, what was it? There was that movie that released like during the pandemic with like KJ Appa and somebody else. Were like, they were like, it was like 20 years in the future if COVID had never ended and like they were still. Do you remember that? I remember the one. Let me let me look it up. I'll I'll get the name of it. I'm not really on the KJ Appa wire. I'm not either. But it was it was so horrible that like all of YouTube. No, I'm not. Sure, I watched Riverdale season one and two, but after that, I think that that constitution was on the KJF no. wire. The fact that you went, oh, he was in this movie, 
you're on the KJ oh, I get, okay. It was called no. I I knew about it because it was so awful that like there was like news about because it's called Songbird. It's about immune to the COVID twenty three virus, a courier <laughs> races against time to save the woman he loves from quarantine camp. Oh my god! That released December of twenty twenty. They oh made that in like less than a year. Horrible. The Purge meets the pandemic in Hollywood's awful. Let's see what does it say. Awful at first attempt at a COVID movie. Horrible. So, yeah, I agree with you, Jack. Whoa. There certainly will be. 84 million deaths this year. Stay inside. Wait, what? That's. It's a. Is that a Michael Bay movie? No. Uh, I no? doubt it's a Michael Bay movie. Polygon no. is lying to me? No, it's definitely not a Michael Bay movie. Uh, look at this headline. So, uh, <laughs> who wants to watch Michael Bay's COVID movie? Is it? He might have produced no, it. No, he's not listed as a producer here. Songbird, so. Michael Bay. Oh, yes, he is. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. That's why Alex liked it so much. No, I didn't see it, Jack. <laughs> I think you should go watch it before well, you Craig cast Robinson's dispersions. in it. No, he is not. He is. Oh, Bradley my God. Whitford is in it. Demi Moore? <laughs> oh, my. We have to watch it. Alexandra Daddario? My, that, what? Can we watch this? It's I'll Peter, watch it. Peter Stormare's in it. <laughs> Paul Walker Hauser's in it. If All right, know. well, Recommonde is taking an oh unusual turn. I guess, bro. I, I guess we're recommending Songbird. Okay. The project was announced in May 2020 with screenwriters Adam Mason and Simon Boys having come up with the idea in March. Shortly after the pandemic stopped all film production, the cast joined in June and filming took place over July and August. Nine percent on Rotten Tomato. Woo! It's overwhelmingly panned. Some consider it fear-mongering propaganda and said it did not take advantage of its premise, although Stormare's performance was praised by some. Well, can't wait I to, know we're going to watch it. Can't tonight. wait to join that crew. Oh, my gosh, man. All what? right. Hopefully we can report back on, uh, on Songbird. So that oh is going to do it for today's episode of Compact Discourse. Thank you all so much for listening today. At, uh, however you did, whether that be from your... Terrestrial radio in your home, your car, or whatever. Uh, either listening on the Information Superhighway at weglfm.com, or if you're listening to our podcast, we want to thank you for doing so. Just search for Compact Discourse on your podcast player of choice if you want to join the millions of people listening to the Compact Discourse podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at CDISCAU. It is at CDISCAU if you want to find a way to get to that podcast, or if you just want to get some fun updates on the show. We are Auburn's only student-run drive-time morning show for just one more day. You might want to go ahead and follow WEGL on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at WEGL underscore AU. It's legal underscore AU as our team of marketing professionals is working super hard to provide you with some good content. And with that, for Jack Hard, Davis Carroll, and Alex Houston, this has been another exciting episode of Compact Discourse. We will talk at you tomorrow on the finale of Compact Discourse. I'll talk to you then. This is Jack Hart signing off. This is FM 91. Now that might sound bad, I know, but there's really nothing to worry about. All right, good night.